Wow, wow, wow. Isn't it great to see such a diverse gathering of people? And it's my absolute honor to be up here sharing with you today. My name is Ledama, and I am insanely passionate about marine conservation, ocean storytelling, filmmaking, basically everything aquatic. I am like a moth to a flame. But today, I'm excited to explore with you how we can weave together a tapestry of community for ecological care. And I'd like to start by introducing a concept, the concept of Ubuntu, a deep-rooted concept in African culture that embraces interconnectedness among all beings. I am because you are. And there's a story that's close to my heart that I feel embodies this so well, and that is the story of Kuruitu. Now, imagine a place where under the water is packed with life of different colors, different sizes and shapes, and on land, a tight-knit community of traditional fishers, fish traders, their families living in harmony with the ocean. Now, this is the community of Kuruitu nestled on the northern coast of Kenya. Their time-honored practices sustained them for generations, but their world was soon shaken when a series of tragedies occurred. Devastation hit when a coral bleaching event happened, coupled with uncontrolled fishing and the increasing impacts of climate change. 5,000 metric ton decrease in their fishery. And there's a saying, no fish, no village. It was a very grim time. And in the darkest hour, a group of local fishermen approached a local conservationist, and this fateful meeting would mark the birth of Kuruitu Conservation and Welfare Association, a community group which embodied was a beacon of unity and collective action. Embracing traditional approaches of marine management, learning from them, and implementing it in our day and age, they were able to devise quite a brilliant solution, a community-run marine sanctuary in Kiswahili called Tengefu. Now, this solution, within just a couple of years, it turned the whole area around. It became a bustling, vibrant place once again, where you had a 30% recovery in corals, 400% increase in fish biomass, 400%. And it turned into a breeding ground for fish. And even on my morning snorkels, it's hard for me not to bump into a fish. And you can even see in their mannerisms, not just even of the, the fish, but even the turtles and other life, they're calm, they're not anxious or nervous. They know that this is a safe place. This truly is an inspiring story of collective care for nature. As we've heard in the previous presentations, care is 
not a distant, abstract construct. We negotiate with it almost on a daily basis. And in our interconnected world, collective thinking is more vital than ever. So we must start to think and strive for win-win-win outcomes, considering the communities, the ecosystems they live in, and the structures needed for future generations to thrive. When we all pitch in to craft this shared future, with nature in mind, cha-ching, we hit the jackpot. And it is this proactive engagement that helps us to avoid the tragedy of the commons and the rapid depletion of our shared natural resources and the ecosystems that provide them so kindly. Therefore, a collaborative approach and cool care is essential in achieving a balance that can see such sustainability. By embracing these concepts, we start to make strides to weaving this tapestry of community for ecological care. So let's dive right into what made this initiative successful in Kuruwitu, starting with knowing your community, knowing who you are as a collective body, identifying what common factors bind you, what diverse voices and knowledge do you have among you, and also starting to acknowledge and appreciate the power that each and every one of you in the community, one of us, contains and has. And as stewards of the shared environment, it's crucial to understand and respect our collective rights. However, you often find that people can go their whole lives without understanding or even knowing what these collective rights are. But it's often so as there's no one to spearhead a cross-cutting education and learning and spearhead the embrace of community and what it can do. But to do this, it takes effective negotiation of the spaces in between. And to negotiate the spaces in between, we must engage and involve the stakeholders and the people who occupy those spaces in between. And through this conscious, careful negotiation, we start to create a collective awareness. And with a collective awareness, our collective awareness of this space guides the action that is taken in this space. Therefore, it really matters to define the system that we are a part of and identify its boundaries. In Kuruwitu, the community envisioned a future where their fishing grounds would return to the tales that they heard from their, their grandparents. And the community envisioned a future where the future generations will be sustained by the sea. But this can't happen without turning our gaze yinward. Gaining a deep understanding of the current status of our shared environment. With this understanding, we unlock the power to create lasting impact on ecosystems and communities alike. This awareness not only allows us to track trends, identify what needs to be progressed, but it also empowers us to target specific interventions 
where they're needed most. We can only manage what we know. So, I, how I've put it may seem simplistic, but this is a genuine process, a genuine engaging process that we can't avoid if we want to see such a success. Coastal ecosystems face challenges such as pollution, habitat destruction, and other myriad of, change of impacts from climate change. And through gaining the data on our ecosystem in Kuruwitu, we were able to turn this data into knowledge and create a collective awareness on the sustainability of our ecosystem, what needs to be done to achieve that sustainability and how to approach it. We recognize that in this interwoven tapestry of life, every role is vital, every voice matters, and every action ripples across the fabric of our ecosystem. But how can we effectively harness these voices? How can we create the conditions to let them echo through time? And this is organizing for collaboration. This means understanding our part, our responsibility in shaping a future. It's about empowering ourselves to be active stewards of change and advocating for our shared values. Through this, we ensure that every decision made in our community is interwoven with consideration for the well-being of all, be it in urban spaces, in the savanna, in the jungle, the forest, underneath the water. It really prevents such a degrading downfall. And as we navigate this path, we are bound to encounter bumps and struggles, but only together can we really overcome these bumps and come through the other side with solutions that foster resilience and embrace our diversity. Uh, as we set out to continue to weave this tapestry of community for ecological care, one crucial thread we must string with consciousness and with a very careful approach is the incentive structures. Are the incentive structures within our society and community truly inclusive or do they benefit just a select few? Do they bring us together or do they turn us against? Shared principles of care form the very fabric of success, not just in coastal management, but in shared management of our ecosystems and spaces in general. These principles are then they're not just words on a paper. They are what unite us. They mean something and you can see that when you're engaged in it. They ignite a collective sense of responsibility and empathy, breathing life and purpose into sustainable practices that safeguard some of our most beautiful and favorite ecologies and places for generations so that even our kids can experience that joy. And in this intricate dance 
of stewardship, trust becomes the ground on which steps are taken. So imagine a symphony of knowledge where diverse voices come together to create a masterpiece of systems change. <sighs> what a banger that would be. Um, and this is the power of harnessing collective intelligence. Starting by acknowledging the extensive wisdom held by local and indigenous communities who have lived in harmony with their ecologies for generations. And as we weave this rich tapestry of knowledge into existing systems, something beautiful starts to occur. Our understanding deepens and we gain a new perspective that leads to innovative solutions. By embracing community wisdom, we strengthen our stakeholder engagement, ensuring that every voice is heard, respected, and considered in the decision-making process so that we move together. We're a community, after all. So through embracing this collective intelligence, we can create solutions that are contextually appropriate. Through Ubuntu, we can connect the dots, weaving multiple inputs, experiences into a harmonious whole. So I want to challenge you to try and imagine what do those dots look like in your community. And just as an orchestra weaves its tapestry of melodies, so too do we, shaping a world where ecological care thrives, Ideas are nourished and tangible outcomes can flourish. Community is one of the greatest and most powerful resources that we have access to. And your positions within your networks, your communities, your circles provide a genuine, unique opportunity to catalyze meaningful change and inspire care. Thank you so much for listening and...